Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Talk podcast. This is your girl, Prophecy Fiula, and we're back with episode seven. Um, for this episode, we're going to name it Authenticity Over Perfection. Hmm. Um, to be honest with you guys, it was hard for me to to face that because for a very long time in my life, I relied on the perfectionism of my actions. And yes, we're going to jump right into it. Because I feel like I need to give you guys context because I haven't talked to y'all for so long. Um, yes, your girl was in the hospital last week and I got admitted for a couple of days. It was really just a weird emergency. Um, never happened to me before, but I honestly, to be honest with you guys, I'm not worried about it I wasn't worried even when it happened I was just like kind of just like going through it I was like Jesus what's going on and I was just like he was like just chill you good I'm like okay (laughs) if you say so um I don't know what happened the doctors don't know what happened but um in my heart I was at peace with it and as long as I was at peace with it I knew that God was there so I wasn't really worried about what happened but I'm okay now. And there's there was a few people who reached out to see how I was doing and to check on to check in on me. So thank you for reaching out. That was really um that was thoughtful of you to think of me and to keep me in your prayers. Thank you so much. Uh and I just I'm gonna keep praying for you guys. I'm gonna keep praying for um God to keep revealing himself to you and to keep walking with you. Um but there's oh, See, this is is why I'm like, okay. Sometimes the Holy Spirit be nagging me, and I don't like it. But, um, you know, I don't have to like it. (laughs) He's telling me I don't have to like it. But anyways, um, just even talking about what happened to me last week, but one, I think it was the week before last week. um, I went to the hospital, and even before I did go to the hospital... I was like struggling to like walk and it was really hectic because um my mom was going to coming to get me and like I was having blurry vision my head was pounding out of my head like I like my heart was bumping I'm having aches in my body I can barely walk I can barely like like everything just felt so blurry right and the pain just made it worse and so I was trying to find her and at the same time, during that day, our school was having, sorry, I like dropped something. Um, at the same time that day, our school was having a carnival. It was like this carnival like event and there's like rides and stuff and all of these games. And um, I guess people just thought I was drunk because I was like in so much pain. I was crying and I'm like, talking about talking to my mom on the phone. I'm trying to find, I'm like, mom, where are you? Like, can you come get me? Like, what's going on? Um, and I was walking down the street and I was just seeing people look at me and to be honest with you guys, I know they didn't mean any harm, but it felt like I was invisible. It, it, it felt like in my most vulnerable time, no one cared just to go straight to the point of what I'm trying to say. Cause I was walking up to the street and like cutting corners, like just trying to get to my mom and I would see people look at me and like walk past me and 
they I don't know if they could see I was in pain or whatever they're thinking maybe they're judging me honestly I have no clue but I remember feeling like damn like you're not even gonna ask if I'm okay <laughs> damn like you don't see me crying and um the the one that tipped it off was when I was like walking across on the crosswalk I mean and I seen this group of girls walking towards me and I made eye contact with them and I kind of just looked at them they looked back at me and they just started laughing and I was like you're laughing at me and it just hurt more because I was like damn like is this how ignored people on the street feel? Like, is this how we go about our lives and pretend like the homeless don't exist and that people don't exist? And to be honest, I was going to talk about that today because it pissed me off to see how society did not care when people were in their most vulnerable times. And it hurt, you guys. I remember I remember the only thing that was keeping me together at that time was just knowing that. Just knowing that God was with me. That was the only thing that kept me intact on that crosswalk. The only thing. And that leads me to talking about what I feel led to talk about today. And that's Thanksgiving. I was initially going to call this episode Thanksgiving, but I didn't feel like that caught the weight of what I was trying to say. Because Thanksgiving also looks like praising God when things don't make sense. And I don't know about y'all, but that was very confusing to me for a very long time. Like, I would do it, right? I'd be in pain and I'd praise God and be like, I exalt you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. And I'm in pain, right? But I would never understand, okay, why am I praising you though? Why can't I vent to you in this moment? Why can't I, like, why can't I dwell on that venting? Like, why can't I dwell on it? And why can't I dwell on the pain? Why can't I just rest right now? Like, why can't I just dwell on the rest? I'm using the word dwell because there's a difference between um, staying in a place and changing your perspective from that place. Just just follow me. Just follow me. I'm, I'm going to get to the point. <laughs> it sounds confusing. But I was thinking about that for a very long time and I never understood it because I remember in times where it was hard for me, I was tempted to see God differently. I was tempted to see, well, is God really for me? Um, does he really know what's best for me? Like, does God really want me to prosper? The, like, I was questioning God's character because of the circumstances that I was going through. Before, I didn't understand it. And in that moment, when I was on the street, I'm glad I understood what God meant when he said, praise me when it doesn't make sense. Because 
Praising God even when it hurts is showing that I may not understand what you're doing, but I'm not going to question you. If you're anything like me, you like to have it all planned out. Write the vision, make it plain. They forgot to put in there and walk it out. <laughs> um, but it's meant to it's meant to sound that way because there's a reason why it stops at make the vision and make it plain, period. Doesn't say write the vision, make it plain and walk it out. No, it doesn't say that. It says write the vision and make it plain, period. Why? When you write the vision down, it gives you closure, right? So what happens when you write the vision down or what happens when you see the vision or what happens when you're going through something and you don't have closure? You're tempted to sit in that. You're tempted to be like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. So I'm just going to sit in the fact that it doesn't make any sense. I know I do that sometimes and I'm really 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 trying to stop because it doesn't it it doesn't enable me to see the beauty of the unknown. Right? But praising God when it hurts is showing that I'm submitted to you even when things don't make sense to me. Because remember God is bigger than what it is you are facing. To God, it makes all the sense. It makes sense. To God, he sees everything. He has everything planned out. To you, it doesn't make sense because you're not God. And he says in Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9, 8 to 9 for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. See, when we're going through something, the reason why it's important for us to praise is because we we might not know what's happening, but God does. And knowing that I have a father, a father, think of a father, a masculine figure in your life think of a father and think of what a father's heart is like that's what god's heart is like but 10 times greater than that he's your protector he loves you beyond words could fathom he sees you he acknowledges you he appreciates you he loves you he covers you He is with you. He is always giving you direction. He is always leading you. His heart's desires for you are to make you great. 
to make you prosper, to make you big. And sometimes when it hurts, we don't understand how it plays a part. But just the way you can hide a knife from a baby is the way God is trying to prevent things from happening from for you. But you can think, you may think that those things are supposed to happen, but God is like, if that happens, that's going to derail you. That's going to hurt you because you only see what you can see, but you don't see after it. And God is saying, I see the whole picture. And if you go down that path, it's going to hurt you. That's why I'm keeping you here. That's why it's uncomfortable. That's why it's hard. It's hard because it's protection. When I'm doing something in your life and I'm building you and that pain hurts, that pain is building perseverance. These are just examples of how God is using the circumstances in our lives to build us and how he has already planned out that particular circumstance to build you, to build your trust in him. Because we might not understand how he works, but he does. And that's all that matters. And the reason why I named this this um, episode Authenticity is because authenticity also means the good, the bad, and everything in between. I named it Authenticity over Perfection because perfection means that you have all the answers, that it's all good to go. But authenticity means I'm going to just be me. The good, the, the bad, and in between. And when it's messy, that's authentic because it's me. I'm not trying to piece it all together because God hasn't allowed me to. And if God hasn't allowed me to, I don't have to question that. I just have to let it be because there's a reason it's happening. Instead of holding on to the confusion and the uncertainty and trying to figure it out i'm just going to ask god what are you trying to teach me right now instead of sitting in that guilt and sitting in the mental turmoil of trying to have it all written down on paper and all planned out i'm just going to sit here and feel what i'm feeling but also be grateful because i know that me feeling what i'm feeling is building me The thing that I've learned in the pain is that when we shift our perspective, everything else changes. Knowing that God is for you in every situation is knowing that he will never do anything to harm you. And if he'll never do anything to harm you, then that thing that looks like it's painful Is it really painful or is it just taking out the things in your heart that needed to come out? Mm. Sometimes we don't want to talk about how the pruning process makes us uncomfortable with ourselves. We don't want to talk about that because it's hard to face. But God is like, no, I need to change you first before I send you out to change others. I need to mold you before I let you go and mold others. I need to transform you before I enable you to transform others. And this is where Thanksgiving comes. Thanksgiving is a form of worship because you're recognizing the truth over your feelings, that the truth is, this is helping me. This is building me. This is growing me. And I thank you, God. 
Because your plans for me are to make me prosper. Your plans for me are to keep me warm. Your plans for me are to cover my heart and my mind and to guard my heart. Your plans for me are to keep me safe and secure. Your plans for me are ultimately good. That's Thanksgiving. Waking up in the morning and recognizing that you're not supposed to have it all together. You're not supposed to be perfect. You're just called to be authentic. And that means messy too. That means uncertainty too. That means failing too. Sometimes we think failure is failure, but God looks at your failure and is like, no, I needed you to not be able to get away with that because I wanted you to see how it would make you feel. I wanted you to recognize, to be present, to be intentional about your emotions. I wanted you to bring them to me. I wanted you to face yourself. I wanted you to grow. I want you to see that you need to change. We don't have to understand it. Because there is no need for us. God will give you understanding if you need it. Remember, we have what we need. And if we don't have it, we don't need it. Clarifying what you need and want is something very important. Because it helps you separate what you actually cannot live without and what you can live without life is about understanding that you will never have it all figured out and that is okay you're not supposed to you're just supposed to give thanks in my morning devotion i read something And I just want to read it to you guys because it really, um, it stuck with me. It says, When evil seems to be flourishing in the world around you, it can look as if things are spinning out of control. But rest assured, I'm not wringing my hands helplessly, wondering what to do next. I am still in control. And there is behind-the-scenes goodness Mm. in the midst of the turmoil. So I urge you to thank me, not only for the blessings you can see, but for the ones you cannot see. (sighs) Not Not only for the blessings that you can see, but also for the blessings you can't see. And that's what Thanksgiving is. Being thankful about the blessings I can't see just yet. Being thankful about the blessings that have not been revealed to me. You know when you kind of go through an experience, and I know we all have, where I know I've gone through an experience where some guy rejected me and I felt really bad and blah, 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 and I was crying. Like when I was, you know, a a little girl, you know. But I look back at that situation right now And I say, that was a blessing. I couldn't see it at the time. Because I was so... I was... was, Sorry to say this. I was emotionally damaged. 
I, I couldn't, I didn't know what love was. I didn't know what a man was. I didn't know what it meant to be loved and to love someone. So how was I going to let this person love me? And I'm thankful that they didn't love me. I'm thankful that they rejected me. At the time, I couldn't see that. But now, if I'm looking back at the things that I went through, and I'm like, if I ever got into the relationship with that guy, he would have broken me. God, thank you for protecting me even when I wanted to throw a tantrum. Thank you for holding me back and using that rejection as redirection because that rejection was a blessing. How many times in our lives, and this is evidence, have we looked back at our lives and seen the things that did not happen and been grateful for it? Thankfulness is a gift that allows us to rest when things don't make sense. It allows us to refocus our hearts on Christ. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't have to. Because I have a king whose only priority is to love me and to make the best things happen for me. But in order for the best things to happen for me, I have to be patient. I have to let him build me. I have to let him prune me. I have to let him cut the branches that don't bear fruit in my life and prune the ones that do. Thankfulness is sitting and looking at all the quote-unquote wrong things and looking at them from the perspective of God and not really seeing them as wrong, but just seeing them as life. Just seeing them as as the journey, as the process. And we can actually start living our lives, guys, if we are thankful. Recognizing that there is nothing God will ever do that can ever harm me. Don't fall victim to your life that you're living in survival mode. Don't fall, don't be a victim of your life. Let God be in the driver's seat and you be in the passenger seat. Be submitted. And as long as you know that you are submitted, then there's nothing and no one that can harm you nor destroy you because you are his child. And just like any other father in the human flesh, even in humanity, a father doesn't want anything to happen to his child. So does God. God doesn't want anything to happen to you. God is not trying to put you in harm's way. It hurts. It says that he cries when you cry. God is so near you, he's closer than the air you breathe. He's so in love with you that he will never stop running after you. His eyes burn for you. His blood was shed for you. Nobody else but you. Sit in that reality. Wake up to it every morning. That you have the opportunity to be best friends with the creator of the universe. How amazing is that? I get to live a life of peace 
I don't even have to worry about what's going to happen five years, ten years from now. I just have to listen and obey and enjoy the process. Enjoy my life. Live my life. Be in the present. Enjoy his joy. Enjoy his peace. Enjoy the pruning, crying, being okay with the uncomfortableness of what I'm going through. It's okay for me to cry in the morning and have the best day of my life because I don't have to understand it. I just have to be submitted and obey. That my identity is rooted in Christ. That I know that my his blood was his blood was shed for me in this moment. He loves me so much that he sent his son to create a path for me to him. From me to him. Guys, thankfulness is an opportunity for you to be authentic. It's an opportunity for you to be you and live your life. And it's also an opportunity to worship, to give thanks, to recognize that your life is right where it needs to be, that you are right where you need to be. There is no if this happened and if this happened, then it would be better. No, because you don't know that. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You don't know that. His ways are higher than your ways. You don't have to understand it. It's a choice and a change of perspective that you can just choose to be in the moment. Don't overthink it. Don't try to make sense of it. Because if God wanted to make sense to you, he would have made it make sense to you. And if he's not doing it, it's because he doesn't need to. And he's also using that to help you trust him more. Because if you have it all figured out, then you're not going to really focus much on him, if we're being honest. Right? I was planning on keeping this really short and sweet, but... Um, you know, sometimes it, it just got to come out. It just got to come out. And one more thing... Thankfulness is also about appreciating ourselves. I heard for, I was listening to Yana Vansant's um, Three Principles, and she says that if we don't appreciate ourselves, we will tend to de- depreciate ourselves a lot more. So if we're not appreciating our little accomplishments and our little victories and even the big ones, then we are prone to looking at it from a perspective of, I could have done better, I could have been better, and depreciating what we just worked so hard to achieve. So thankfulness also looks like being appreciative of you in that moment because God is applauding you. You just need to start applauding yourself. God is proud of you. You just need to start being proud of yourself. Live like a child. I'm talking to myself when I say this. It says in the word of God that the children, I, I don't really, I'm paraphrasing it, but it's the children, the childlike manner of the people who are going to get into heaven. It's because children don't have to have it figured out. They are just like, hey, moms didn't take me to McDonald's today, but she made me a burger, homemade burger. It's fine. 
I ate. That's all. That's all I need to do. Like, they don't worry about rent. They don't worry about food. They don't worry about the phone bill. They don't worry about nothing. They just live because they have this expectancy and anticipation that everything will be okay. Live like a child. Just be. Just feel. Don't be afraid to just be you. Because nobody else is ever going to be you in this reality. You're the only you that will ever exist in eternity. So just dwell in that. Sit in that. Be thankful. Wake Wake up thankful. Go to bed thankful. Because everything is working out for your good. All right, guys. It's time for me to leave. I don't want to stay here because I know if I'm going to, if I keep talking, I'm probably not going to leave. So um, thank you so much for the support, guys. I appreciate everyone who is listening. Um, I can't wait to keep going on this journey with you guys and to keep talking and to keep processing and doing life together. So thank you for the support. Thank you for all the love and thank you for everything. I just pray that God continues to live in your life i pray that you continue to pour yourself to god and be more in love with him be more in tune with him give more of your time to him because honestly he is waiting for you all right all right guys love you guys so much i'll see you guys next week bye